smoking and growing and watching prohibition fall down. What is up, DGC? Scotty Real hanging out with one of my good friends, Rasta Jeff. Irie Genetics came to visit. Four-hour trip. You're a badass, brother. Thank you, brother. Thank you for having me. Thank you. It's well an worth the drive. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. First off, thanks a bunch, man. Everything we do, you support. And I called you up for the concentration celebration, the 710. And you said, I'm in there, brother. It was my honor to, uh, to help get it going. I was involved behind the scenes. Uh, that was an honor. Uh, when you say you're going to do something, I want it to be a success. I feel no competition in podcasting. It's one community. We're trying oh. to do the same thing for everybody. We want everybody to grow the dank. Absolutely. We want uh, to legalize and we want everyone out there smoking the best. So I think we're a team. We're on the same team. So I, I nothing but love and respect for the DGC crew and the show. So yeah. thank you. Thank, I couldn't even imagine if somebody would just listen. Do you know how burnt out they would get of just listening to me? They would hate me. Or just me. My, <laughs> my constant droning. Uh, varieties of spice of life. That's oh, the truth. Yeah, man. Grow from your heart podcast. Freaking awesome show. I do dig it. But uh, dude, let's talk about Bree. Well, let's just talk. Let's just hang, man. Me and you becoming anything and everything you want to talk about, bro. Yeah, we we've becoming pretty good friends lately, man. So we're getting to know each other a bit more. We're definitely kindred spirits. So I agree. Yeah, but we got different skill sets. Brothers from other mothers. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But way different skill sets. Like, remember I said I want your nose because you you can actually smell weed absolutely and terpenes. Yeah, a lot of people tell me that lately. They want my turf nose. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, so I wanted to ask you first off. I did want to start off with breeding because okay. I have a feeling it relates to uh, your sensories, your sensory perceptions. Yes. Yeah. What may, first off, if I'm just looking at breeders, what makes a legit breeder? What what makes a Ooh, a legit breeder? Yeah, I may frustrate some people here. Um, well, what do they call pollen chuckers? Well, they there are a lot of too? pollen. Well, I call myself a pollen chucker just because I'm I'm humble. <clears throat> Excuse that. Um, a legit breeder, somebody with a goal, somebody that when you start off breeding, you have a goal, uh, which not as which is not money, right? A goal which is to create a line that is improving something. Or maybe you're growing strain A and strain B and you want the flavor of strain A and the vigor of strain B. Right. You've got a goal, not just put a bunch of elite cuts in a room and a mail and sprinkle some pollen and then sell those seeds. Sure. That's a pollen chucker. That's an asshole. Uh, that's somebody out for profits. A breeder is somebody with a goal. Then once those seeds are made, you have to test them. You can't just make seeds and put them out. <clears throat> Sorry about the throat clearing. We got dabbed out here. Yeah, we did. Uh, By the way, right as well. I was asking you about, he's got the rig and the torch and everything. I'm like, come on, man. Just hit, hit an email. It's so fucking easy. And uh, we all hit a dab in each one of us. One dab and we're stoned. Yeah, the, the whole room is a little lit. It was nice. But uh, yeah, it is different. I, you know, even smoking out of a pen or even those little cartridge pens, you just don't get as stoned as when you just take a fucking full on torch dab. And I, I agree. That's why I've got that rig with me almost all the time. Yeah, that's and my, now that's my travel piece. And that's cold start. Is that what you're, well? I'm curious. Uh, it's, a, you, it's an insert dab. I call it an insert. I've heard it called a few other things, but right. I, I put the dab in a basically a glass thimble, and then heat the banger, and then drop the thimble into the banger and cap it. Right. It works uh, kind of like a double boiler. Instead of my dab hitting hot glass, it gets to heat up slowly, yeah. and so I get it as it comes to temperature and sure. scalding hot dabs directly to the lungs. They're still warm. I like them kind of hot, but right. I just come, it bubbles up. You can watch the dab bubble and it comes to temperature instead of just instantly. Yeah, I seen it. It was awesome. It, and it freaking works better, awesome. It feels better. You get a lot of draws off one good dab. 
Yeah, really nice. I love it. it. <laughs> Everybody in the room is baked. I'm glad you, you enjoyed me, it. You got me going. So we're just going to bullshit a little bit, I'm man. I'm really since, good at that. Since we've declared we're all baked, we're just going to bullshit a little bit. We're good at that. <laughs> so, dude, first off, I want to know, Irie Genetics, ever since I've been uh, you know, in the DGC, I've always known you guys existed, but... You guys are, when you go pro, I'm going to ask. Ooh, I didn't know we did. It's interesting, <laughs> though, but yeah. I mean, yeah. It, when did you- uh, it, did, it just seemed to kind of, I took, I just followed the steps that I seem were supposed to happen in life. As a right. grower, as a breeder, it all just kept coming to me naturally. And I would see opportunities and some I had to decline and some I knew were right. And one day I was here doing this. I don't know that this was the exact intention. Uh, you can tell what I obviously believe in, the colors I wear, sure, the hairstyle. Sure. That had a lot to do with it. I just listened to the steps from above and followed the path that was laid in front of me. And I think I'm right where I'm supposed to be. And the skill set, where'd you get the skills? Uh, most of that, I think, comes from passion. I love cannabis. I've got yeah. crazy ADD. And when I smoke, that seems to stop. There are 7,000 thoughts happening in this crazy brain of mine sure. at once. And when I smoke, I can hear five of them really clearly. And uh, so advantageous for my life. It just makes all that background chatter stop. Uh, so then I can function. <clears throat> oh, excuse me again. Uh, so then I started smoking a lot. Right. And then I think like most of us, I got tired of paying for it. So I wanted to grow my own. And then I wasn't satisfied with the clones and the seeds I was getting. So I started making my own stuff. And, and how long ago was this? Probably before I should admit. Uh, uh, there, there weren't legal cannabis laws sure. when I first got into it. But as soon as we were able to get more rooms and more space, I was up and breeding and doing it. Nice. Like, uh, 2008, 2009. Okay. Pueblo. Yeah. Um, before that in other states. And you were breeding though. You had the foresight to, I was just super psyched to be able to find a cut back right. in 2008, yeah. 2009. Uh, I was lucky to be, I had some good friends who were ahead of the game. I had some friends who came from California, right. friends from North Carolina, uh, who were growing out in the hills for years and right. years. I had friends with Oaksterdam uh, University teachings who brought cuts from Oaksterdam that I got a hold of. Wow. So I just fell into the right circles. I feel like I was really blessed. That's why I say I just followed the steps that were laid in front of me. And right. Whatever I believe in put me right where I needed to be. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Okay, so that's how that makes you pro. It makes you pro because you've been doing it first off for so long, and then you've got such a good reputation, no? I appreciate that. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's a fact. But so what, what do you say to all, I see all these people, I get people handing me packs of seeds all the time, and I don't know what to say, I don't know what to think about them. And, you know, what, what I mean, I don't know, what do you think about uh, when, who would call your, when you would call yourself professional if you're a young breeder? Ooh, that's uh, I guess that's up to you. Uh, when you're when your seeds, when you know that everybody growing your seeds is not having a problem, right, is a big sign. Uh, if people are reporting hermaphrodites, if they're complaining, right. you're not professional. Uh, yeah, I just see it's such a trendy business, and I see people always trying to just throw something, you know, throw something out there, and that's that's hype, that's uh, instant success, but also you don't see those people around. Uh, I've right. been here for a little while when. Uh, when I was trying to get on seeds here now, he said one of the things that brought him me to his attention was right. I've been around for a while. And he said, I've seen you. You haven't been here for just two weeks. Sure. Like a lot of these new pollen chuckers. Yeah. So that, that makes a difference. Those guys just throw on pollen on hype strains. They won't be here for two or three harvests. You'll see a bunch of herms come from them. People but, complain, they'll disappear. But you do hear, I mean, there's guys, I think, who was the Bubba guy? The, there's a, an alien guy, rather. Shoot, we just gave away some of his seeds last week. Oh, it's, I know his name. and It's, it's killing me because it's a, it's a funny name. But anyway, we're t- so he's known for something specific, right? 
Right. He's known for that alien. Yeah, yeah. So you're known for Arise? Is I'm that what you would say? The Arise would be my high-potency regular line. That's right. not available in Femmes. Okay. My Femme line that's popular would be the Lemon Jeffrey. That's, so I've got a regular and a feminized line, Arise and Lemon Jeff. For my yeah. Two so we're, okay, so we're talking. First off, I want to get into feminized a little okay. bit. So we'll hold that for one second because All I'm right. just thinking about being a breeder. Uh, and I'm actually, I was, I'm laughing because it seems like it's a license to print money. You're like, dude, you're just... You know, put pollen on there. You come back and you got hundreds of seeds and you sell them for five packs for a hundred bucks or whatever. But it's not. Like I was talking to James Bean, our friend James Bean, Seeds Here Now, huge supporter. You can go get your seeds over there. Please do. Yeah. But uh, I was talking to him about just so many obstacles, just about trying to do business. How much discrimination there is out there. Right. Oh, you have even a CBD. You say the word CBD and you get discriminated against. Shut down your Facebook, shut down your Instagram. Yeah, it causes problems quickly. Yeah. Man, what would you say, man? If we're, we're looking at obstacles, obstacles about being in this business, so what would some unforeseen things? Uh, your social media is going to be a struggle. A lot of people think oh, they're going to yeah. advertise on social media. My social media gets taken away. All of my friends' social media. If you post pictures of plants, if you say the wrong stuff, oh, social media goes. The YouTube channels, our friend Colin, his video is gone from your feed. Yeah, and what is that? Like that? Some, one hater. One it hater says one. something. Yeah, it's all it takes. I think and, it is all it takes, yeah. man. So just simple things like that. The social media, we take that for granted. I come from an era when we didn't really have that. Right. I, when I started doing this, we weren't supposed to be doing this. So for me just to be able to post my pictures feels kind of... It feels like it's a special thing. So I feel. Oh, yeah. I understand when people say they're lurkers. They're like, I've been lurking for a while. Right. Like, that was me. Yeah, you're from Florida. You weren't <laughs> yeah, able to do it. Like, I'm, I'm from crazy. Colorado. Here's my weed. I'm proud. Yeah, you know? I'd be disguising my IP address before I go <laughs> yeah. on overgrow. You yeah, know? I've got my face and my giant buds and, <laughs> yeah, and awesome. address where you can buy it. And we've that, got it all. I love and it. That I feel like we're really taking that for granted now. We feel uh, it's really a huge privilege. I didn't have that back when I was starting this. Yeah. Uh, obstacles. Um, as a seed breeder, you, there's a lot of work to it. You've got to become relevant. You said people, it's a license to print money, sure, but that money is a lottery or monopoly money until you've established that your seeds are worth something. Oh, that's true. Like, no offense to wow. you or the guys in this room, but if we made Warehouse Kyle seeds, they're not going to go anywhere. What if I mean, we put his picture on the package? Maybe. If that picture with no shirt from the, <laughs> from the dude gross cup, maybe. But the ladies will buy a few packs and then it'll stop moving. No, but I understand. It, it is, there's a lot of work, a lot, of, a reputation lot of reputation that goes into seeds it. You have to be vetted by the community. A lot of people have to grow it. Right. And if somebody doesn't like you in the cannabis industry or community, that spreads more quickly than a good reputation. Oh, you like. ain't kidding. You've got a thousand likes and one thumbs down and everyone goes, what's with the thumbs down? Why? That pisses like, me off. I do that myself. There's a hundred nice comments about something and one person being like, oh, you know, whatever, a negative. And I'm yeah. like, well, why did he think that? I'm sitting there at the, you know, the baseball game. And I'm like, why did he think that? Yeah. I wonder. Yeah. Why doesn't everybody like what I say? If everybody likes you, it's fake. One <laughs> yes. person has to not like you, and then you're yes. doing something right. Because if, if somebody doesn't like it, you're, you're pissing someone off, and that's, you should be. <laughs> if everybody likes it, you're fake. It's kind of like one of those I tell my kid, a product for everyone is a product for no one. Yep. Yes, right. absolutely. Dial it in, get your target. And if you don't like me, that's okay. There's yeah, somebody it, you do like. It absolutely is. Yeah. It absolutely is. All right. Hey, so getting back to breeding, if I'm because I'm just thinking about how I've talked to like a bunch of breeders and everybody wants to get into the game. And I was thinking about how long it would just how long it takes to figure out even if something's working. 
Okay. You got you got a cross that you did a rise by Mac, maybe. Okay. You know? Which seems to be on your mind. That's happening. Jeez. It's like you were psychic or something. Uh-oh. Did I did I blow it? Uh, no, uh, I'm gonna make myself some rise to Mac seeds, and we'll see what happens. Right now. Real. That's exactly what you'll we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. How long I don't does know. it take to see what happens? What so kind of investment is we've this? We've got to veg, but we've got to cut clones. You have to cut an Arise male. That's sure. King Solomon. You got to get a Mac clone. So you're cutting those. You got probably right. what 14 days in your cloning machine. 10, 14 days. Uh, then you've got to put those in small pots. You got probably two or three weeks there. Right. Then I go into a three gallon pot for four or maybe six weeks there. We're already at about 10 weeks, right? Uh, we've got soil. We've got lights. We've sure. got water already. Uh, now I'm going to flower. Uh, about around day 18 to 25, I'll pollinate. Then I've got another 40 or 50 days before those seeds are done. Then we harvest, okay. let the plants dry. That's like the half-life, now, man. Yeah, now I've got seeds. <laughs> right. Now I've got to grow the seeds to find out if what I've created is worth a shit. Because it could be it could be amazing. It could be a total dud. I don't know because I've never played with the Mac before. Sure. I, I'm, I know what Solomon does. He's reliable. But I don't know what that Mac girl, how she's going to react to that pollen and what those genes are going to do together. It could make a bunch of lopsided handicapped plants for all I know. And so, and called, okay. And what's the deal? You were talking about reputation earlier. Herms are the worst thing oh, you can gosh. do for your reputation. Yes. If I were to release hermaphrodite seeds, I would destroy all of this that I've built up. That would right. Stop all of the everything. It and be done. So when you're crossing with things, you don't really know. We're, kind of, we're just kind of looking for the best here. The way that I do my best to prevent that is to not use hermaphroditic parent plants. If so that's what it is. Plants that you're using have a tendency to herm. Do not breed with them because that will come out down the line. Yeah. Uh, maybe not a whole bunch, but it will show up. And if it shows up, then it's a problem that has to happen. So I've got to grow those seeds that I make right. myself or send them out. So I've got a lot of good friends who are reliable testers. They get them and they know, hey, this is brand new. You try this, you take pictures, look out for problems. Right. It, could be, it could be a ticking time bomb in your grow. So just pay attention for this. It could be a hermaphrodite. It could be totally weird, or it could be the new Mac. You never know. Got so, it. So yeah, you have to give them a warning, but they grow that for me or I grow them. And then we make sure then if it's successful, then I give it to James Bean. Sure. He lets it out as a tester or as a freebie to other people. And then they grow it also and say, I got free stuff. And then we see that it works well in a lot of different right. gardens. Feedback. Hydro, cocoa, soilless, organics, LEDs, uh, whatever kind of lighting you could think of. I want all the results. And then we'll put it out for the public. Sure. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. That makes Okay. Now, here's one. I'm, I'm trying to... I've had this explained to me before. You're, you're a good... Good, uh, you're actually a podcaster. You could probably explain this to me in a very simple way. Uh, fem seeds, feminized seeds. There's okay. all sorts of, you know, the internet's full of bullshit. Oh, fem seeds will harm on you. You know, that kind of stuff. Would you explain feminized seed? Okay. I think it's fairly simple. If you- uh, Like I said a minute ago, if you use hermaphroditic parents, you get hermaphroditic offspring. Okay. So- uh, if the fem seeds are made with hermaphrodite girls, they will be hermaphrodites. The way that I make them is I carefully select my girls. I stress test the females that I use. So if I'm going to use a strawberry fields girl and a, right. a golden goat, we'll just say because I'm popular for using the golden goat and reversing it. Sure. I put those in a room and I'll run them on 12-12 like we normally do. But about two weeks in, I'll go and change the light cycle. Oh, you're purpose. pushing them. I, I want to see if right. what they do under stress. And if they hermaphrodite, they don't get to breed. They get taken out of the breeding schedule. They're gone. No right. more breeders. If they show me that they're worthy, then I'll work with them. And that's where we'll get to the feminized talk. So I'll take uh, the golden goat plant and I make a product called silver thiosulfate. Uh, it's really easy to figure out how to make that. Uh, I don't teach a lot about how to make that one. I don't want to get stuff. too detailed. I just so want to take get that how... product. I spray that product on the plant. Right. That turns the plant. It's makes 
pollen sacs that contain pollen that only have female chromosomes. There's no male chromosomes in that plant. Wow. But I have just tricked that plant. Was it a blocker pollen. or something? Uh, basically, yeah. It's uh, The silver stops the copper movement, which creates other things. So it's a blocker, yes. Look at you. You're getting me to understand it, it brother. Thank there, you. One step at a time. All right. Uh, so we stop the copper movement. We create uh, other hormones from moving. Then we create pollen sacs with uh, female pollen. Then I put that female pollen on a female plant. Now, there's no opportunity for male. It's all female chromosomes happening. Right. If I have chosen my parents correctly. And I'm quite careful to do it. I don't get any reports of hermaphrodites in my seeds. Hey, that's huge. Yeah. That's, that's why you got a good reputation. Well, thank man. you. That's thank why you. they're brothers. And there are a lot of them out there now. A lot of Lemon Jeffries, a lot of Golden Right. Girls, they're out there. Right. And first off, what do you do? I mean, I guess you have. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had it? Because, I mean, what the hell do you do? That's like a fire erupting oh, right if, there. Well, I get rid of them. I, if right. I chop them down. Right. Yeah. Uh, if I've had it in the room and I see a hermaphrodite, I remember what the parents are. I take good notes. And right. And that plant goes. I don't continue that anymore. There's no need for that. We've got so many opportunities for good genetics. Yeah. Why do you want to play with anything that isn't a 10? We've got 11s now. We used to scale things on a 1 to 10. We found 11s, dude. <laughs> Why do you want to mess with a 7 it's or a so 6? It's so true. I, I seen that Mac and I was like, oh. Yeah. yeah. And so let's play with the 9s and 10s and 11s and leave the hermaphroditic 6s and 5s out of it. There's Couldn't no agree with you. Okay, yeah. so just go, <laughs> as we're going to leave this subject. Feminized seed has nothing to do with hermaphrodites, correct? Absolutely Hermaphrodites correct. have to do with hermaphroditic plant, uh, parents. Fem seeds are just blocking, it's blocking some kind of male hormone or something like yes. that, only yes. allowing uh, female seeds to grow. That's the best explanation I've heard you give a fem so far. You've got it. All right. Maybe I'm getting it, man. Gold star. <laughs> Excellent, man. Right, how long have you been doing fem seeds? I have been do I released FEMS at one of the first cannabis cups we had here in Colorado. I think it was 2010, but okay. I could be very wrong. All right. I've got a brain injury that makes dates really fuzzy for me. Don't get me I was started. giving away, yeah. I was giving away Grateful Dog and Heart of Gold seeds. I gave away probably 10,000 seeds at a couple of cannabis cups, just walking around, giving them away five seeds at a time. Holy if you were shit. carrying, like if you had a bag with those nutrients in right. it, and I saw, I was like, he's going to grow. Here are free seeds. That's so cool. Just that way you could go home and you had everything. That's you were so all cool. Set up. Yeah. Hey, dude, so if I'll let you take your drink, but uh, so what's going on? Tell me what's first off, we we're bullshitting about following the trends. I mean, my buddy Jaron comes over, he gave me the oh, no, I can't say Jaron didn't oh. do anything uh-uh. <laughs> anyway. Gave me the wedding cake, gave me some beautiful cuts. If the Mac came from Jaron, that's proper because you're supposed to give it to people that we trust and respect. Oh, so if the huh. Mac came from Jaron to you, that is a worthy gift. That wow, he respects you and he knows you're going to do well with it. So that means a lot. I think you should brag that, that you means got a that. lot. All right, yeah. then I change it. Thank you, Jaron. Yeah. I appreciate you, yeah. brother. But, uh, shit, now you got me thinking <laughs> just about the Mac cut. <laughs> Hang on, what are we thinking about? Trends. Now? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get right. you back. Well, you're pretty good, man. Podcaster brain. <laughs> uh, but trends, man. So, you know, the Mac cut, super trendy. Uh, okay, Jaron comes over to give me that, and he goes, Oh, tra- the wedding cake, smell it. He goes, you really get the vanilla frosting, don't you? And I'm like, mm, smells like weed to me, man. But and he's telling me, he goes, well, fuels are out now, sweets are in. Yeah. How the fuck do you keep up with that shit, man? Uh, I love to smoke that hypey stuff, but I don't follow it in my growing or breeding. I avoid it. That's not. Uh, I don't look like the most trendy guy. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I, well, nowadays, yeah, but these, these were way before most people. If I let them down, you'll see I was first. Not really. But, <laughs> you wait uh, long enough. Yeah, yeah. I, but I, I stay away from a lot of the trends, a lot of the hype stuff. I do my thing, what feels right to me. When I see a girl plant and a male plant, I right. go, it's like when you see 
a girl at the bar and your friend like, hey, dude, you and her should talk. You guys would. Right. You, you know who should. And I'm like that with plants. I'm like the, the plant matchmaker, the plant porn producer. Ah, uh, that's the funny. Who would make a good scene. I do think of that fr- frequently. Like, yeah. I think of the Mac cut as like this beautiful girl <laughs> with just a whole shitload of baggage with her. You know well, what I mean? Yeah. She grows slow. She blah, blah. You know what I mean? But I'll still probably hang out with her for a little bit. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be worth it when it's dried and cured and harvested. Yeah. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. I'll bet. Just so I, I stay away from the hype. I just, I dodge the trends. I mean, right. see, I'm obviously I'm pollinating the Mac. So that that just sounds fun. I want to see what it does. <laughs> sure. But I don't have wedding cake and all that other stuff right. going on. You don't see a lot of that stuff in my grow. I, I do what I like. And and t- so tell me, come on, let's, let's show off what you got, man. Lemon Jeffrey's what? a legend. Today I brought uh, some Lemon Jeffrey. Uh, which camera am I going to be on right here? I got there Lemon Jeffrey go. Feminine Seeds. This is uh, the Lemon Skunk and Golden Goat. So give me, come on, you're the best guy to describe this shit. Come uh, on, paint me a picture, man. So if you took a box of Lemon Head candies, okay. and poured those on the table and smelled the box, it's not real overwhelmingly powerful. Lemon. Right. But like soft lemon, kind of a dryer sheet and lemon sort of a thing. That's the aroma I think comes from here. Sort of a a dish soap flavor. Uh, Real big giant buds on this one. It's not super tight on some phenotypes. Some of them are a little airier. That comes from the lemon skunk. Right. I think that makes amazing concentrates. That's what I was going to ask you. How many people just trichome farmers these days? Because then the parameters totally change. Everyone's <coughs> sifting and squishing and right. pressing now. So do they care about pretty buds or do they care about yields? Well, you got to post those pretty buds. Ah. Come on. That's what social media is all about until they shut us down. And then you go to Cannabuzz. That's what you're supposed to do. You respect. Be respect to our friends over there. Yeah. Love big it. shout out to Cannabuzz. Uh, but yeah, they're all about the giant buds still. That's that's going to be a thing for a while. But yeah, most people, you're right, are squishing and pressing and running it somehow. It's either diamonds or squish or right. something. Bro, I was at a show yesterday that should have com- smelled completely like weed. It was Beck, you know? Oh, cool. Yeah, so I mean, and it, you know, you could smell it every now and again. Everybody was smoking, but they were hitting on pens. And you know what I mean? It was so low pro now. There's- most of the market is pens. Yeah, it's yep. crazy. It's so discreet. I mean, you don't smell. Yeah. And if there are kids around, they don't know if you're smoking nicotine or if that's a dab pen and security yeah. guards that got that and they let you in because they thought that was your nicotine. Yeah, pen. I handed it to so, a security guard. Yeah, yeah. And like, oh, here you go. Have fun. Yeah. Actually, I brought two because it, you know, it was like a three-hour concert. Well, yeah. Know? And if they took one, then you had another. <laughs> You took both. You blew my plan, oh, man. Man, you got to have one in this pocket and one in this pocket. And then when they pat, here you go. That's my pen. I'm sorry. And then you just walk right back. It is a one. weird world, man. There's places I go and they're like, no, you have to bring a clear backpack if you want to come in. And I'm just like, that's the future. What the hell is happening yep, here, man? Have some dreadlocks and look like me. Go to the concert. They get the gloves. I love aquaponic Steve. Potentonic Steve is oh, always yeah. like, it's weird. I get searched at the airport, man. It's weird. <laughs> yep. I love him. He's fun oh. to hang out with. Oh, he's another friend I made through this show. I'm absolutely super appreciative. He's a friend that I made through your show. So I'm appreciative of the DGC crew. Love it. Love it. All right, come on. Show Uh, off. I've also got the orangegasm. Orangegasm is kind of new. I talk about the Lemon Jeffrey being super lemon terps. Right. Guess what orange terps we got? Straight up oranges, tangerines. You know, I, uh, I was reading the terp book. I'm trying to study oh, cool. up on terps. Cool. I can't smell them, but at least I can bullshit about Beta them. Beta-carophylline. Oh, thank way. you. Beta-carophylline. Thank you. You're saying it kind of funny. Uh, I tried to send it in a text. That's not going to No, work. you did. It was yeah. good. Uh, yeah. What is it? 
Edo, I don't yeah, I remember know. how I typed it. I was sitting it was there trying good. to type it out, thinking beta, ka, ra. Those are, yeah, me and Steve are sitting there trying to correct each other. Right, two, two stoners, <laughs> and I'm probably saying it wrong also. No, it's cool, though. But what I was going to say is there's one that's Valencia or something like that, and there's a Ooh. Valencia orange. Yeah. So there is an orange terpene. I remember I would drive by the uh, citrus squeeze plants in Florida, and they would have big barrels of orange juice, and then they would have a little tiny barrel of something, like a 25 uh, uh 25 gallon barrel. It was always so different. A hundred, hundred bucks says those are the terpenes right oh, there. Yeah. Out of all those oranges, yeah. man, they got Super a little bit of terpenes. Part. You probably make cleaner and all kinds of crazy stuff out of that. Or, or I wonder if they sell it for stuff. Oh, osium. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I, this, I think osium. this smells like the orange osium. If you get the orange one. Right. It smells like the orange osium is what I think this <laughs> Can one Can we smells shout like. out to them? It's one of the best. <laughs> I mean, they saved my ass so many times. Yeah, dude. Smoke a joint in the car. Smoke a bowl in the car. I won't go crazy and spray a little hit of osium. Just one. Yep. Because two dashes of that, <laughs> it's too powerful. <laughs> one good one. And yep, the car smells like oranges for a week. Uh, this one awesome. is platinum tangy. So you got platinum cookies right. and tangy cross to the golden goat so and orange, feminized as well feminized right feminized as well dude it's so fucking important people give me seeds all the time and i was looking through and being like i need some stuff to plant i was gonna actually for the greenhouse and i was like i don't want to go on a phenol hunt yeah man. not only yep. a phenol hunt i don't want to lose half my crop to males and you don't want to accidentally pollinate the neighbors for the next three miles if you forget a male and the wind comes yeah that's, people forget about that i think that's one of the things we need to pay more attention to so yeah fem seeds for lots that of thing. new instagram breeders online now they all come from here they all come they're all coming from within a half mile of my mail <laughs> that's it so you know what, what everybody's cross is right yeah right uh, and then i've got the the staple the golden goat s1 uh some of those labels get confusing it's a golden goat reversed so i made golden goat to create pollen and put that on another golden goat so it's just a self golden goat you know i heard you say golden goat and i was already thinking of my next question and i just have to stop and because that's a really special strain i it's grew beautiful. up when i first got here uh amazing flavor to it a great plant uh you know just a, a big uh, just a beautiful plant yeah and uh man who was it that made that shatter was it was it uh darkness grows darkness grows and that beautiful orange shatter when i, I kinda... opened that slab mm-hmm. this smell hit my face and came back down and i went oh that's the most delicious golden goat and it's, he smiled and uh, said, that's golden goat it's absolutely beautiful it was so man. delicious yeah he yeah did a really wonderful job with that you can't lose with that plant you can't you can crack it you could twist it you can kick it over yep. and it just grows it goes okay now uh, that's why the dude gave it to me when I first got here. That was the one he gave he to me. He's like, let's Let help Scotty out, deed. set you up for success. Well, that's partly why I love breeding with her. You can't do her wrong. Right. Can, if the pH is too high or too low, she'll go, man, eh, that'll be all right. Sure. She likes a lot of nutrients, so you can't really overfeed her. It's real simple to work with. Uh, good potency, good flavor, good harvest, and she breeds really well. Now, you said as long as you're good at explaining stuff, so I'm going to take a little lesson. I'll be listening to this back, and I keep on glossing over stuff. How'd you get the golden goat again? Because I, I want to learn this. You reverse? Did you say reverse? Well, uh, the, the seeds come from making, getting a golden goat clone, right. and I treat it with a silver thiosulfate Got solution, it. and it turns it into, it's basically a male. It looks like a male, but it's still a female. It's just got male pollen sacs with female pollen got it and i put that on a female plant so it's just golden goat to golden goat okay okay. the way i got the plant uh, i didn't create it a lot of people think i made golden goat i didn't i got it as a gift from my friend who i call pineapple express all right Uh, he's actually from hawaii the golden goat has nothing to do with hawaii but my friend pineapple express is from hawaii uh that's what i named him that's just his nickname he doesn't want his real name out there sure so he got that clone from another person it actually came from 
uh, Mr. Dank in Topeka, Kansas. He what? bred, yes, Topeka, Kansas. There's a recycling center in Topeka known as the Golden Goat Recycling Plant. And it's 100 degrees out here. Imagine if I had a bunch of soda bottles out there and how sweet and sticky and good that would smell. Right. It smells like a Golden Goat plant. And that's why he named it Golden Goat after the Golden Goat Recycling Center. Yeah, that's a lesson wow. that a lot of people probably... I get credit for it quite often, and it was not me. I didn't create that. Huh. So, okay. Yeah, Mr. Dank from Topeka, Kansas. It's Island Sweet Skunk, Hawaiian Sativa, and Romulan. Oh, I remember the Romulan back yeah, in the day. Great. That was... And that's what keeps it short and squat. That's what, because the other two are tall monsters. Right. That's what keeps it short and keeps the finishing time down is that Romulan. Beautiful. You did yeah. a great job with the Romulan. Excellent lineage, sir. Yes. All right, and I will just go back and touch on, dude, feminized seeds. You give me a five pack. I know I got five females, yeah. man. Yes. That's big for me. You brother. don't have to pull those boys down. You'll find one that looks just like what you're looking for. Yeah. Nice and easy. Yeah. I love it. I, I love, love those it. Those are yours. So I hope you find a keeper in there. Oh, I will. I brought some for the DGC crew also. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. Door prizes. Yes, sir. Got to share the love. We'll do they it. They take good care of me. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, you're right back at you. Reciprocation. That's what makes the world go around, bro. Respect. Rasta's going, respect. (laughs) Respect. I love being in Jamaica. That's what you just reminded me of. We got to get Steve and go. God, the weed there. It's just outdoor weed, but it got me so high. What do they say? I think I learned in sixth grade health, set and setting, you know, who you're hanging out with and uh, where you're at. And I'm like just going down a river in Jamaica, smoking a freaking fat one. Smiling from here to here. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's called Irie. That feeling you have inside. (laughs) It sure is. It sure is. I love it. I love it. Hey, do me a favor, man. Tell me a little bit about your grow and give me a little bit of, you gave me a, we were working and we've been collaborating lately. Yes, we have. Yeah. So sometimes I don't, you know, these concentrate companies, I don't really know exactly, you know, some of the specific questions to ask. So I was getting with Jeff and one of the questions he said to me was, Hey man, how would these guys assure that they're delivering a really high quality, a really clean medical product? You know, IPM, you know, nutrients, leaching, that kind of stuff. Even going as far as having mold on there, you know, or even you know, curing processes. Man, I'll ask you this, you know, ask you the same thing. You're not in a commercial production like that, but uh, what, what kind of advice could you give as far as IPM, as far as keeping a good, making a good safe product? Even I do consulting for commercial grows, right. so I know, and I'm also certified by the Colorado Department of Agriculture. Everything I do in any grow, I follow Colorado Department of Agriculture and Marijuana Enforcement Division pesticide guidelines. Right. So nothing I put in any grow that I consult for, none of my personal grows, none of my breeding grows. If the Colorado Department of Ag won't let us use it, I don't use it. Sure. I'm not restricted by those guidelines in my private grow, but I still choose to follow that sort of a restriction. Yeah. I mean, that concentrates are exactly what they say. You're con- you're taking it. Yeah. You, you think about some of the yields from these things. You take a whole plant and get three grams out of it or something. You're taking that all the essence of that whole plant, or at least all the trichomes, and, and concentrating it down. Dude, if there's even a tiny fraction of pesticide on there. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, enough that you'd smoke a little flour and it'd be okay. Now you're concentrating it down to where you're smoking. Right. It, it may However be 10 much times. you sprayed on that plant, you just basically broke that back down into a little ball. It's dangerous. I've smelled sulfur. I've tasted sulfur before. That when the concentrate tastes like fish or like burnt fish or something, right. that's, they use sulfur too late in their flowering process and, is and, usually what that's from. And I mean, you could, I could see that happening. Yep. You know, you have yeah. a, I could put it this way. I could see somebody making that mistake. If I had a big pot of soup or chili, how much pesticide can I put in there that you still want to eat it? 
You know, uh, depends how much you like the people you're serving. It to, so. <laughs> Absolutely right. Come on, guys, it's ready. Right. Yeah. Well, then, how do you, come on. And we've all gotten. I had thrips before. I used the uh, Mammoth IPM. It knocked them out for me. What do you do when you have bugs? Are you preventative with with uh, other bugs? Get, give me some advice. In veg, I am a spray guy. I like to use mm-hmm. uh, reliable sprays in veg. Later uh, into the veg phase, I like to get the uh, the predator bugs going. I like to use Swarovskis. Uh, depends on what kind of pests I think I'm going to get, but right. Swarovskis are always the go-to. Nice. Uh, Swarovskis and green lace wings, uh, they're definitely aggressive and they'll keep anything away. So if you get them colonized and get them started, I like to, so I do the sprays. It's easier to spray smaller plants uh, and control them, keep the moms all sprayed up. It's reliable. Then as I move toward the flowering phase, I'll start releasing massive amounts of predator bugs. My flowering are always filled with predators and I like to keep perpetual flowering areas so there's always predators over here and sure. they just move to the next spot as they come in and they're coming from the late veg plants. So I like to start with sprays and then move to the predator bugs. Uh, I also do a lot of defoliation. Uh, if you defoliate, that's less opportunity for a pathogen or right. a bug. If you don't have a leaf, that where's that bug going to go? Come on, give us give us your advice on day what and day what do you defoliate? You got uh, specific days, week when I, three. When I go into flower, I defoliate hard. I put on the trellis, I pop all the sticks, I twist right. all the stems, I work everything into the net, and I take off quite a bit of leaf. You say twist all the stems, super cropping, basically? Uh, super cropping. Put one hand here, yep. one hand here, and give it a twist. Yep, Google uh, that if y'all don't know. That's an interesting technique. Sounds just like a knuckle pops, and that's yep. how you know you did it right. Yep. Uh, go up a few inches and do it again. Let that heal about two or three weeks and go back and do it all over again. Right. Yeah, I like to do, and that'll prevent your stretch in early flower. So I'll do that on day one. I'll do defoliation. Then about week three, do some defoliation. Then again, about week five or six. Really? Okay. And then as they mature and harvest, I'll just strip them. As they're getting close to the end, week eight, week nine. Really? Yeah, well, a lot of times I'm in a large commercial cultivation facility with hundreds of lights. Right. And so I'll just send a crew of dudes in there and just say, make them naked, boys. And that way, when it comes time for harvest, you don't have all that leaf to take off. You chop them, hang them upside down, and you don't have that mess of chlorophyll, basically, to deal with. Yeah, I used to do that. I think think it was in the 90s that people were like, yeah, strip off all the leaves, boys. You know, you only want buds. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I wasn't sure the the science behind that, so I stopped doing it. You're saying you don't, uh, if you do it late enough, you're not seeing any negatives? If you do it late enough, you don't see any negatives. Uh, They've already done what they're going to do. You're just working. And I don't strip them completely naked, naked. But right at the end, we'll go naked. But up to week six, I'm keeping some of the bigger leaves. But I take, if it's got a purple pedial, that comes off. Like a purple sugar really? leaf or something, that'll stay there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I want uh, as much light penetration as I can get. I want as much airflow as I can get. Right. In a big, it changes when you're in a big facility. Uh, that one little spot of powdery mildew can multiply yeah. oh, in pounds and pounds. I'm not risking one pound like in a home. Right. I'm risking 500 pounds. Sure. So I've got to be a little more aggressive with my prevention. And as far as PM goes, you got any, I mean, any advice uh, there? Correct the rooms. It's all about uh, VPD. We talk about VPD a lot right. in both of our shows. It's and all about proper, yeah. no microclimates. People forget that you need a fan here and sure. there, not just way over there. That used to be my, I was like, I never got powdery mildew, but I'll be damned if I didn't be, go crazy with the fans. People yeah. would be like, dude, what's up with you and these fans? I get big floor fans. and if I Put a fan on the floor and point it up, put yep. a fan over there and point it down. Yep. And don't have all your fans. I've seen rooms where all the fans oscillate together. You're just moving. You want to stir the air. Yeah. You're just moving that heat over here and move the heat over here. We want to mix it so the heat and the cool and the humid and the 
It yep. all combines. Yeah. And since we're talking grow, VPD is basically vapor pressure deficit. We talk about it all the time. If you, if it's the first time you tuned in here, it's basically the, the pressure that's keeping the water onto the leaf. If you're able to get it correctly, the leaf's actually able to, to respire and breathe, basically. Yes. Yeah. It's almost like if we were in a rubber suit, man. Yeah. It's going to work so good. Yeah. You're, you're getting good at this, Scotty. Oh, man. Where's my Mr. Analogy coffee cup, man? <laughs> Another gold star for you. <laughs> I appreciate it. I love bullshitting with you about grow. Uh, I also like bullshitting with you. You know, if you listen to the show, I'm more about the culture. I'm more about what's right. interested in what's happening now. Man, we listen to all the same podcasts. We're into all the same shit. I love yeah, hanging out with you. It's an absolute revolution what's happening. I love it. I got my mother-in-law using, started off with CBD. Now she hits the pen every now and nice. again. You know, but I never would have, I don't say I never would have thought, I don't know, it would have been hard to imagine this. I think the the easy way that we got in here is because it is really good medicine. It is super easy to convince people that this is really good medicine. Usually it just takes one hit off one of those. Right. If you were running things, man. All right. If you had a minute to talk, I would tell you my father-in-law, holy shit. He don't believe it, man. You don't believe, you know, you just, uh, you stay the course. Actually, it was weird because he knew I was a grower and never admitted it. And then after it became legal and I came here and he goes, oh, good, I'm glad. I just didn't want you breaking the law. Like he had a problem uh, with breaking okay. the law, not right. with cannabis as medicine or anything like that. But uh, if you were trying to convince somebody like him that cannabis is real medicine, what would you say? Ooh, I got a minute. I had a traumatic brain injury in 2015, and I'm usually a pretty upbeat guy. You could tell I like life, right? I'm not dark and sad sure, and crazy. absolutely. My brain injury had me thinking, it was tricking me into thinking I wanted to hurt myself and do bad things to my life. And I knew that wasn't right, right. but my head hurt so bad and my thoughts were so twisted from a brain injury. Like my brain just, my wires were fucking Unfortunately, crossed. I get it. Man. I was calling yeah. purple orange. Uh, I thought that purple was orange now, and I thought that a burrito was called a banana. Holy like shit. My, yeah, that's where my brain was. It yeah. took a while for it to come back. Isn't it amazing uh, how it works? And like, you have something like that and you're like, I can't believe it worked in the first place. Dude, my computer was scrambled. Yeah. It was messed And then up. you go to the doctor and you feel, you're like, uh, no, we can watch it work. We kind of, we don't really know how it works though. All the things <laughs> they tried were scary. One of my friends was entering a cannabis cup for a CBD concentrate. Right. And he said, hit this. And I said, okay. Right. Because when I was smoking dabs or flowers, it would make my head throb from the injury. I hit, I dabbed that CBD and it felt like I had a belt around my head. And when I hit that CBD, it felt like he just went back there and turned a little knob that loosened that belt two or three notches. Really? Like, oh, and yeah. as soon as I hit it and exhaled, his girlfriend goes, give him another one. Just like they could see my puzzle pieces just coming. I was like, whoa, like, Hey, Hey guys, like I'm back. And they're yep. just like, keep hitting this. Wow. And so they gave me a few days supply. They're like, I can't give you a lot. I mean, right. it's like a cannabis cup entry, but here's, you know, it's working, hit this. And so I smoked CBD for several, I don't like CBD now, right. but I smoked CBD for several days and then it kind of put me back on the track. It sped up my healing. Whatever was happening in my brain, it put it back together. And it's 2000, when did you say? I, that's 2015. Holy crap, man. Yeah. That's not long ago, No, man. not long ago. And I'm pretty much back to, there are still things that happen in sure, my brain. Sure, sure. Like, do you ever have the thoughts and you're going, hey, wait, where, I how did I end up in this room? Like uh, to, like, yeah. Only when I'm super duper stoned now, at the end of the joint, I'll be like, wait, what room am I in? And see, when I smoke, my brain doesn't, I say that there's like a skip on my record, wherever I hit, like right. my record was spinning, I dinged it right there. And so, and so, and so, sometimes my record will skip, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. But when I smoke, that little, they wipe off the skips on my record when I dab. Like, 
the lemon Jeffrey, sure. golden goat, the, sure. right, the right strains will just clean my, my skips right on up. So that's, that's, that's I, amazing. I didn't want to kill myself anymore from consuming CBD. And that Dude. sounds really weird to say, but right. it wasn't. It wasn't like me being crazy. It was a brain injury. Yeah, an injury that this yeah. thing saw. I mean, yeah. CBD really does have anti-inflammatory properties. I mean, if, and if you think about what inflammation is, you know, shoving everything together that don't need to be together. Yeah. We all need our space, man. <laughs> <laughs> my, my three brain cells that get along were fighting in there. You ain't kidding. Clustered together, yeah. Dude, but you were in business then, right? You've been I breathing. I was trying, yeah. How the fuck uh, do you keep motivated when you got something like that? How do you ooh. keep motivated in general, man? You just... Get up every day, the man. The passion, dude. The passion. Uh, I love cannabis. I loved it before my brain injury. It, it calmed sure. my, my smile. You can tell I talk too much. And it, I, I talk three times Just right, more. brother. Just Thank right. You, bro. I would talk too much then if I didn't consume. Right. Uh, but so the brain injury, the just the passion. And then I became a caregiver and I was involved in the medical marijuana from the beginning. Very cool. Uh, people would come to our dispensary and we would, I had time then at dispensaries to sit just like this. And right. I'd say, what's wrong? And they would say, it hurts. And I would say, where? And they would tell me how and where. And I'd say, oh, you want this strain? And we'd actually get to develop that. So I would see young guys like you and I and little old ladies and everybody, all walks of life would come in. And after a week of talking to me and consuming a product I recommended, right. they would, I would see improvement in their quality of life. Just a better smile. Yep. Just maybe a little more pep in their step. And dude, that puts something in you that is irreplaceable. I'm a father. And that that's a magical feeling. That thing when you see other people healed from a product you made so true. is the next best thing. It's it, it, the next best. Yeah, it's funny. We were talking about this book that I read, and it talks about the joy of being able to actually produce something and then say that, see something that you produce, like be enjoyed. It gives you like a fulfillment. And I, the book was about a lot of people don't get that anymore because we stop producing most stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, oh, yeah. We, we just talk about it. Yeah. Well, I get to make seeds. Uh, I get to teach people how to grow. Right. And I see people grow those seeds. I see people grow for other people. Sure. I see my best friend, Mike, he smokes a product I grow. He shows up to my house going, my fucking back hurts, dude. Ah. Takes two dabs and goes, oh, thank you, buddy. Yeah. Thank you. And it's the dab and the social interaction. Those are medicinal and therapeutics. We're making people feel better. And then to keep me motivated, dude, I've got the DGC. I've got the Irie Army. Anytime I wake up and I'm like, oh, it's a bummer day. I open up the social media and there's a hundred awesome? people saying killer podcast. Thanks for teaching me how to grow. Your yep. seeds look great. And you can't be down when you have support like that. No. So it's that's part of what does it. And we talk about checking out the one negative. The hundred people that say nice things and all our friends. It does yeah. drown it out very oh, significantly. It definitely does. Yeah. It yeah. is just weird how your brain works. Though. Oh, yeah. You don't want that bad. You want to make everybody happy. You know what I think it is? I think it's primal. I think it's like when, when you would see a fire back in the day, you know, from being uh, thousands of years ago, you better stamp out that fire, you know, there's a potential problem there. When somebody falls, you want to pick them up. Yeah, you know, I think it's really primal. Like you, you want to pick them up, make it's them on your true. team. Sometimes you just got to say, it's not me. This one's you, Bubba. <laughs> Yeah, I tried hard on that podcast. I'm sorry you didn't learn anything. Hey, what can you do? All right, so we'll wrap this up. I've enjoyed the hell out of talking Dude, to you. This was great. Are we going to start the podcast? It, let's, yeah. So <laughs> did we turn the cameras on, Kyle? Kyle, Actually, are you recording this? Warehouse Kyle is doing it today. Doing there, a good job, brother. Doing a good job. Yeah, there is a Guru's on vacation, and Warehouse Kyle is running things. Big man. shout out to our friend Guru. Hope he enjoys his vacation. Absolutely. Spend catch a, that dog. Catch a trout for me, sir. <laughs> All right, give a, a little party 
bring words of wisdom. There's probably someone that's younger than us. I'm sure most people are younger than, than me anyhow, that are sitting here being like, man, Rasta Jeff, awesome. I'd, I'd love to have a career like that. I'd love to have a, uh, I won't say life like that. That's creepy. But they just think of you as a role model. Give some people some advice on the business end, on the uh, anything you want. Any, just do what is right for you. You can't follow, you can't judge yourself by anybody else. I can't look at you and say, well, Scotty's doing this. I need to do this. I know what I need. I know right. what I want. I know what works for me. Do what is for you. Don't judge yourself on anybody else's success or right. failures. Uh, don't judge yourself on your success or failures. You can fix all that right now. That's do what so needs true. to be done. Uh, do, do what's right. Don't follow the hype. Don't follow the money. Follow your heart. Uh, grow from your heart. That's the name of my podcast sure. for a reason. So do it all from the way it should be done. Do what's right and just listen to yourself, listen to your heart, listen to whatever you believe in, and I think you'll get where you need to be. Don't don't listen to social media, don't listen to the YouTube haters, uh, don't listen to your whoever. Well, how do, you, uh, how do you get information though? I get a lot of information through saying, okay. You can get information and encouragement and things, but right. don't get don't take too much life direction. Yeah. Because everyone's gonna say you should. Don't let people mm. should on you. Like, <laughs> yeah, don't let people should on you. Don't go shooting on other hilarious. people either. Can I make that a bumper sticker? I would love to see that as a sticker. <laughs> but do, do what you feel you should. Because right. you know, you, they don't know your goal. You may see that I want a seed company and I want to be a breeder. You'll say you should do this, but right. you know that also I want to be a podcast podcaster and a dad and your idea may not work. So I've got to do what's right for me. I wish I could give somebody better advice and say like, you need to do these steps, but uh, do the steps and you'll know what the steps are. Right. All, whatever your path is, the steps will come and avoid the bullshit. You'll know, you know, when there's bullshit, you know, Oh yeah. like whatever you're doing, even when you're driving, you're like, I'm going to go too fast. You feel, you know, I'm driving too fast. I right. already know I'm going to get a ticket for this. Right. Like don't do that. And stay on the highway and get to Fort Collins on time and do the show. Yeah. yeah I will say positive attitude is huge. Being When you have a positive attitude, I love being around you. You always got a smile. I, same about you, bro. So uh, I think that's big. I think you really have to associate. You have to find people that want to help you, that want to teach you things. And, man, people don't want to teach you things if you got a, a, a big sourpuss. Right. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. Why am I going to teach you something if you're just going to be negative about it? Right. More positive energy. Someone that's going to share what they learned. That, that's what we got to do. One thing I try to do, uh, I give credit to the people who taught me. I, a lot of times I say, I learned this from this person. Right. And that's just giving credit to my source so that I don't feel like I'm the Wizard of Oz. Nah, I we learn all. things from other sources. A lot of them. I was reading another book. It's called Steal Like an Artist. And it was telling you that good luck trying to have a completely original thought. You've got it from somewhere. Oh, yeah. You know, so yeah. you're motivated by things. Just take it. And, and that, I mean, breeding is the is same way. Typical expression. Is that what we were doing? Yeah. Art? Yes, it is. Seeing <laughs> art and re-expressing yeah, it. Yeah. I didn't invent the genetic code, though. Right. 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 I love it. Good bullshit with you, brother. Every time, Thank brother. You. It's vacation week, man. You came up and uh, I had a good time. Keep it irie. <laughs> I love it, brother. When's the next event? Uh, you tell me, man. You tell me. Is it the 420 event at Cultivated Synergy? Oh, yeah. well, we're definitely doing that. Something of before that. It could be. Could be. <laughs> I've got a couple plans. I'll talk to you all about right. it. I'm excited. <laughs> Take it easy, all y'all.